I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, short message from my number one sponsor, NetSuite. Here's the deal. If you're a business owner, you don't need them, NetSuite, to tell you it's tough to run a business because it is, right? We all know that. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. They're the world's number one cloud-based business system. They give you the visibility and control of your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. You want to join over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. So schedule a free product tour now at netsuite.com slash school. That's netsuite.com slash school. Got a great topic for today, which is what I kind of covered with this company today, which has to do with your sales cycle. And I really want to dig into really what are you doing in terms of when you're going out there, if you're in a business where you're cold calling at all, right? Or you're in, even in-person selling, are you using a one-call close two call close, a three call close. In other words, how many touch points are there before you actually go out there and try to close the deal? Now remember, there's a close on every call no matter what. You know, when you call someone and you say to them, listen, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm calling from XYZ company, we're the best at this, um, and I'm reaching out to you for this reason, but all I wanna do right now is say you some information on my company, to let you know exactly what we can do for you, then get back to you down the road next time we can solve that problem. Just making up generic language, right? Sound fair enough? They say, yeah, sure, send me the information. Then you start, say, great, just a couple quick questions so I don't waste your time in the future so I can best serve you. Then you start, what's your email address? What's this? What's the next question? What's, and use those questions to get into rapport, right? Versus, that's a two call, and you, then you essentially, the close there is on closing them to give you information so that you can then send them out an email in a brochure, e-brochure, whatever it might be, direct them to a website, whatever where they go, right? And from there, you would then call them back, let's say a week later, and say, hey, your reason for the call today is last time we spoke, okay, you said X, Y, Z. Well, right now I have something that's just right up your I'm just, again, doesn't matter the languages, but the point is there's two calls involved. The first call is when you're basically saying, hey, you know, my name is so-and-so, I come from this company and we can solve your problem, and, but I just want to send you some information out right now so there's no pressure, and that's the key. See, what was happening with this company today, and I want to just slow this down for a second now, is they were trying to use a one-call system, meaning they were calling people up and then trying to, you know, kind of wiggle their way into selling you something right now. And the irony is, is that when I asked them, well, how many times are you actually selling someone something on the first call? I'm like, never. I'm like, never? They're like, never. I'm like, then why are you opening up the call trying to say, hey, I have something right now to sell you because all it's doing is it's forcing you to get not interested, get hit with objections. In other words, you would never want to do that unless you actually have a really high likelihood of closing on the first call Why you set it up as a sale. If you go out and say, hi, I'm from XYZ company, I have this amazing product to offer you, blah, 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 blah. They're not interested. They immediately start hitting with objections. They push back at you versus, hey, I'm calling from XYZ company. Um, we handle this specific task, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not looking to sell you anything right now. All I want to do is send you out some information to tell you about our company and then get back to you down the road to discuss things in more detail once you've seen what we can do. Next time I have the perfect situation for you. Does that sound fair enough? And they'll say, yeah, sure, go ahead. One sets you up for this adversary relationship 
where you're knocking heads with the prospect from the first word, like, oh shit, I'm getting sold to, versus I'm not looking to sell you a thing today. I just want to send you out some information and get back to you down the road to discuss things in more detail and then watch what happens. Now, once they, once you do that, you take the pressure off. So they're like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Send me the information. And you say, great. Just a couple of questions so I can best serve you. So I don't waste your time. Now you start asking your intelligence gathering questions. And what happens? You get to build rapport. You see, because you took the pressure off in the front end of this initial call, and they start now they're saying, yeah, sure, I'll answer some questions because you're not looking to sell me anything. Now, once they start answering your questions, you're like, aha, yep, you start using your intelligently, your, your active listening. What happens? You fall into tighter and tighter rapport. So let's say now that as you go through these intelligence gathering questions and they give you their answers, let's say all of a sudden, they have a problem right now that you can address. Then you can say, oh my God, you know, wow, that sounds great. It just so happens right now that we have a perfect fit for that. If you have 60 seconds, I'd like to share the idea with you. You got a minute? And they'll say, sure, because now you've built the rapport. You have the right to speak more. You know, when you go out there, like gangbusters, I'm going to try to sell you from the first words out of your mouth. You have such a low hit ratio. And it's like, you're, it's like you're using, this is using jujitsu. You're trying to hit someone with like, Taekwondo, knock him out cold, but he went boom, boom, boom. When you go after like a hard charging salesperson, hey, I'm calling this company with the greatest thing in the world. What rate are you paying? <laughs> like, I could beat that rate. They're like, get the, get the fuck out of here. Versus, hey, quote, XYZ, we specialize in this and that. And all I want to do right now is send you some information to show you exactly what we could do for you down the road. And then next time I have some, it's right in your sweet spot. Give you a call to discuss it in more detail. Does that sound fair enough? And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? Go ahead. And you say, great. Now, what your best, a couple of questions so I don't waste your time. First of all, what's your best email address? They give you that. Great. Now, in terms of your actual business, then go into ask your qualifying questions. And then once you do that, you use that as an opportunity to start building massive rapport. Now, most of the time, that will lead you to then sending them some information, right? You send out the information. You give it some arbitrary proof on three days, five days, seven, whatever it might be, right? Depending on what's appropriate in your industry. And then call them back and you call them and say, if you recall, we spoke last week. I sent you some information by email. Okay, does that ring a bell? Not that you receive it. If you say that you receive it, they probably said, oh, not really. And you say, something for real. does that ring a bell? And they'll say, yeah, yeah. There's a great, well, the reason for the call today. And then you go into your pitch and you close them. You do it that way over two calls, you have a massive increase in your closing rate because you've built rapport and the second you, they've gotten an email from you, you increase the credibility of your company, you're establishing some basis for the second 10. It's a horse of a different color. And, 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 and the interesting thing is the people I was training today, they know the straight line. But when it came to applying it, they're, they're just so anxious to use it to make a sale. Remember, you can space this out into multiple calls. Now, I don't recommend doing it in more than two calls and never more than three, okay? Unless it's a very rare situation with a, something that, that, that is a really long sales cycle is multiple decision makers. But for most things, you can do it in two calls. You don't need more than that. But trying to close someone in one call on a you know cold, cold leads 
Not the easiest thing to do. It's easier if you've created an incoming campaign where someone's clicking on your site, you're getting their email and so forth. And then from there, yes, then you can actually go out there. You have a better shot of going out and trying to close on one call. But either way, when that first time they hear your voice, remember, it's so much easier to start off by saying, I'm just going to send you some information and then get back to you. They'll say, yeah, sure, why not? Pressure comes off. Now you step in, start asking questions. Use that as an opportunity to build massive rapport on both a conscious and an unconscious level. And then if and only if the opportunity presents itself to make a first-time pitch where you can actually get there and close it on that one call, yes, then you can transition into that one call close. And that makes sense to do. But don't feel obligated. That should be probably more of the exception to the rule. So I said, let's say, you're, let's say you're going out there and making a couple hundred calls a day, right? Let's say you end up getting 15 leads. That's what you get. You get 15 leads out of the whole thing, right? Well, off those 15 leads, okay, maybe you'll get an opportunity to pitch one, maybe two, you know, without having to apply pressure. It just makes sense to pitch them an idea on that first call. The rest go through the regular sales cycle of three to five days of waiting, and then you call them back with the opportunity. Okay, it's a much more elegant way to go about doing things and it adheres perfectly to all the straight line principles. So don't rush the sale. Remember, whether they buy from you, actually buy from you on that first call, there's still a close. The close is, is that you're closing them on allowing you to ask that, yes, I'm giving you permission to ask questions. And then so you're closing them that they should disclose their information to you. And you're also closing them on that. You say, listen, I'd like to give you a call back. And they say, sure. So at the end, you follow it. Great. I got the information now. Next time I have something I think is perfect for you, I'll call you back. You discuss it and sound good. And they say, yeah, great. And you've closed them now on the right to make a call back. That is a much more elegant way to apply the straight line. Okay. Now, remember, when you're doing that sort of two-call process, you're expected to make a minimum of 200 to 250 calls per day, all right? Don't sh- sh- you know, shortchange them. I'm like, oh, hey, 50 calls, that's not good. 200 calls, all right? I love you all. Let's get to f- work. That system works like magic. Trust me, apply it. Take the pressure off. And if the opportunity comes and presents itself, yes, you can close the first call, but send information and do it in two calls. Love you all. Talk again tomorrow. Take care. 